What up, y'all? It's Taylor Hart here from Respect My Region, and you're tuning in for episode 17 of Blend Talk with me, Taylor Hart. And today I'm super excited because I have Heza Feza joining me in for a virtual session today. Uh, and we both actually just got back from trips, so it's going to be fun to kind of share about our recent travels and talk about a few different things as well that she's been working on and uh, some things that we've uh, discussed over the years as well. Oh, I'm just running into you uh, outside of shows and stuff like that. So thank you. And I'm super excited to have you on here. I, uh, I got, uh, I don't actually have a blunt for the blend of the week this week, which is a, a shame. I feel like I'm cheating myself right now. I bought weed for it, but um, I don't have any wraps. So <laughs> oh. I messed up this week, but I had an infused pre-roll. Uh, I have Aloha Friday. They have a hash rosin infused pre-roll um, that I, I really, really enjoy these guys. So I have one of their pre-rolls that I'm going to smoke today. Back it up. Instead, because I messed up this week. So you got backups. You always <laughs> Yeah, I do. Like I said, I just got uh I went uh on a trip this past weekend. I went to go visit um one of RMR's head uh head guys, Joey Bravo. Most people know him, Jay Ping, checking in live from LA with me um, this past weekend, which was really nice. Uh, it was good to go visit California, get some sunshine in, um, but I'm still kind of disoriented from my trip and getting back into uh, back into the groove of things, so. I feel that 100%, like, yeah. it's to get back into the groove, but it's, a, it's kind of a, it's a juicy time, like, it's a crunchy time to readjust back home or yeah. setting foot where you are. Although um, usually there's plenty of like good anticipation, energy, and adrenaline when you arrive in a new place, I find, so. Yeah, and we were kind of talking about beforehand, before we went live, um, you just went on a trip as well to fucking Germany. Like yeah. I just went down to LA, that's, mm -hmm. that's you know, but Germany. There's still, there's still different worlds, you know, different. It's very true, very true. Place, it's like different locale, you can't just walk there. It's not like you can just, uh, Take the True. bus down there real, real, real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, what were you doing out in Germany? How was your trip? The trip was a trip. It was beautiful <laughs> in the best of ways. You know, I love, I love to travel, and um, this is a special trip because my sisters live out there, and mm -hmm. I hadn't seen them nor the city um, since before the pandemic, and so. Wow. Going back, I was just like full of the feels and, you know, packed my bags with like so much like love, anticipation and uh, uh, excited to like share, you wow. know, share what had ha like share stories and share share gifts and um, just like check things out like what's the what's the new pulse of the city how had um the pandemic that struck the whole world affected this place that i knew yeah. before that you know so there's um there's a gauging that i was excited to do and um also look life lives had been lived experience had been had you know um being separated from family you know like i mean i got to finally meet people that uh i had only heard through through conversation, through through phone calls, and this and right. that. that was that was really that was really dope. 
I had also been planning a show before I left to uh, Berlin and okay. we pulled that off. I pulled That's that so cool. In a beautiful way with the help of my sisters and yeah. friends and then meeting people really on the fly as I was like walking through town with like printed up flyers that my, my sister helped me me make and you know asking people to like join the show hey open for me so like just a lot of like that feeling that I love about traveling which I'm sure you you experienced just now too just like meeting people and just taking it all in and having a different um different like mindset heart set around being in a place which is what I love that travel does for you because it reminds you just really to be present and you can have that at home too. So like yeah. come back home, you kind of carry that a bit with you. I feel. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's why I love traveling is because mm -hmm. you do, you get that different perspective and mm -hmm. you, I feel like I, I always change on every trip that I go on. It doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. It doesn't matter if it's for a day or not, but just the, the, traveling the act of traveling itself the preparation mm -hmm. for it mm -hmm. going and, and the actual physical motion of the travel and then yeah. when you're in that place you you get a sense of who you truly are because you don't have like your normal you don't have your comforts of home you have to do everything to make yourself survive in this whole another place you know which is really easy with the convenience of you know modern day uh, especially here in america in particular where you have a convenience store almost on every corner so you know you can get your food you can get your your drinks and whatnot but but having to be in a new place and having to take care of yourself and 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 really figure out who you are what you can live and what you can live without you know what i mean like I, it says a lot about somebody and that's why i feel like when you travel with somebody too you learn a lot about who they are as a person because you see you see who they are and and i think it's a beautiful thing though because i i've just learned so much traveling other places and like i said I, I feel like i change every time so it's good to bring that back with me and then especially somewhere like seattle where i've been my whole life you know coming back with a different perspective on life mm -hmm. makes it makes seattle feel different to me in a way so it's it's kind of cool uh it's a cool dynamic that i like especially because i haven't lived anywhere else i've lived here my whole life so mm -hmm. going out and and traveling and then coming back to the same place every time it, it's a different perspective and it's cool cool growth to see so yeah how does it feel to be like an ambassador of seattle when you are um traveling to different places so I mean, I always feel like I've kind of been that way. Um, mm -hmm. My dad's a, a musician. And mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like anytime, you know, we've, we've gone anywhere, we've always like, either he's talking about his music or just the scene in general and stuff. So I feel like my whole life, I've always promoted something locally. And so it, it's really no different for me nowadays to continue to promote that stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like I, there's a lot more pressure for me to, to do it and to spread the word nowadays because mm -hmm. that's, that's what I do. And so mm -hmm. like before where I was a kid and it was just because my dad was in a band or whatever, you know, um, that was the cool thing. But now it's like, I feel like I have a responsibility 
you know, any person that I meet, once I get their vibe or find out what kind of music that they like, it's like I, I, I'm almost required to share like five different names of different people that they should check out, whether they're, uh-huh. you know, a musician or an artist yeah. or, or whatever. Um, so it's kind of cool. I, That's I cool. You're, you're a connector. Like you are like on the spot, like reading, giving yeah. people like their own like reading of in a way it's a future reading because you're you're giving that them is- to follow you know to be influenced and be connected to this place so yeah thank you for that taylor thank you for connecting just just being out there and finding dope people because i'm sure you attract mm-hmm. also likeness and you're you have a great energy and so you're connecting further beautiful people i appreciate to- that yeah i appreciate that so much yeah i think honestly that's one of the reasons why we connected it's just because of our our energies are mm-hmm. on that same like wavelength i've yeah. i've always appreciated you so much from afar since the first time i found out about you just because mm-hmm. uh, i feel like you fully express yourself through everything whether it's the way that you dress or present yourself or the music that you make or just like the creativity that you exude through whatever event it is you know mm-hmm. i've just always appreciated that about you the vibe and the energy of it all it's just so cool so i'm so glad that we get to connect and and talk about it right now (laughs) special to hear thank you it's always Mm -hmm. you know to speak with somebody more in depth for the first time but then to 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 hear that we have been we have been holding space for each other and witnessing each other and that you know you get it then hear those words those reflections that's nice that's a nice blessing thank you yeah Yeah. I was really sad. Um, I couldn't make it out to your album release party that you mm-hmm. had because that just looked like it was so right. much fun. Yeah. Um, your uh, new album, Plug It Time, Nomadic Nebula, uh, was bonkers the first time. Ooh, there we go. Yes. With the tote bag. <laughs> I love a good tote, man. Mm-hmm. The tote bags win win it all for me. I have a whole like I probably would say I have like sixteen different tote bags. <laughs> well, guess what? In 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 lieu and in honor of episode number seventeen, I heard that number pop up there. This That's is gonna be your seventeenth tote right here. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> a That's how many tote bags I need is a gazillion right there. That's yep. Man, um, this is this is a song off the album, mm-hmm. and um, it's called you know it, it's Gazillion, and this artwork was done by local Seattle artist Tanya G. So cool. And uh, that was a special thing that was at the at the album release party. The the Seattle artists that um, contributed to my cover art of the album, they were present. They're all That's so cool. Yeah, you had a bunch. Of, I saw a bunch of names come up that were mm-hmm. going to be there um, and some other artists that were performing, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, talk a little bit about some of those artists that you had involved and, and how you kind of got involved with some of the people that you work with. Yeah, beautiful, really beautiful connections. I had um, come, come fall. I, I was like, I'm ready to play shows. I put that out into the universe and I had already been ready, but I hadn't spoken it out. And there's quite a power in speaking it out. Cause once I did, I'd, I I also put the word through the, through the, through some people's ears and yeah. ready to play shows. And so then, then I had, I had quite a few um, 
opportunities to perform in the fall. Um, and I loved it. It was, it was amazing. People were starting to come out and I even for some of them got to say, Hey, I would love to perform with this person and that person. And so it was a way also of beginning to like meet people through their music and in a show, what a, what a great way that is to like do. Um, one of those shows I, uh, perform with this was a show that i had not put together but at central saloon like gotta give it up for central saloon for always you know putting on lots lots of shows with like that like quite a showcase of like a variety of acts you yeah know, that's, that's been my experience at central saloon in the, the best of ways possible one of those artists was cosmo rossi and like sweetest person with the most like punk like just like fierce like amazing like performance like so energy packed i love and, it we hit it off, you know, I, I, I think that um, we both really appreciated our music, even though it was very different. Uh, and I invited him to um, to come open at the release party and, and he came and opened up the night. And- That's So cool. Yeah, and the, the, the release party <coughs> at um, Seattle Jump School, which is which a is really that? special, venue in Seattle because they're also a music school so they have like youth mm -hmm. coming through the um people that teach there are also gigging musicians around Seattle touring and so it's such a packed energy like in, in it's in Georgetown so it's like I like the vibe of Georgetown because it's like really in the valley of yeah. Seattle between West Seattle and Beacon Hill and like you got the energy from downtown kind of like tunneling through you got the Duwamish River there that is mm -hmm. present but also like kind of hidden because of all the industry that's there it feels kind of like this um this uh this uncharted territory um yeah. Seattle that's kind of still special to find you know in in the middle city of that so there's a special energy to the building and it being this uh school they have uh they have a, a a band that just mm -hmm. got together playing over the um, pandemic through the school, their group of friends, and they played their first show at my release party. They're called Yellow so cool. and they're so talented. They played original songs. Um, it was, yeah, really, really incredible to like connect with them. And they like, they, they showed up and showed out like they, they really had such um, presence and told stories about their songs, their connection to it. And uh, I'm really excited to see where they go. And like, it was an honor to be like, to have their first show be, yeah. like, you know, cause we're, we're both gonna remember that. That was my release of my debut album and it was their debut show. Yeah. That's so cool. The community aspect behind it all mm -hmm. is just like really what keeps this uh, this scene going. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. such the heart and soul of Seattle yeah. is that is yeah. the fact that it is part of just like our everyday lives. And yeah. so, you know, fostering yeah. the next generation of artists through your own debut is is such a beautiful, beautiful moment. It was so beautiful. And you know what? There's even another debut there by my sister, um, my, my dear friend, Shantae, who had also her debut performance. And um, we we I was up there on stage supporting her with, with background vocals. And she connected with the Seattle saxophonist. She herself is from uh, 
New York, New, New Jersey area, and she flew out for doing the show. And she even so rad. the same the same way, like was getting into the styles and the choreography and designing her own clothes. And she was really here supporting of the release and stayed with me along with other friends. I had a full house, <laughs> full house. <food. laughs> be, be present. It's, it's, it's been a long time coming, you know, like, um, yeah, those, those that know me know how much this, this, this means to me to put out this work. And, um, it, it was, um, it couldn't have happened with the community. Like you mentioned right. the community around it. That's yeah. so, that's amazing. Yeah. And the, the album itself was truly just like mind blowing to listen to. I, I didn't really go into it with anything to expect. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and so when I, when I listened to it, the, just the range that was in it and, and the different vibes from track to track and, and the, just the ups and downs and roller coaster of, of emotion that goes through it. It was, it, it's truly just like beautiful to listen to from start to finish. Uh, if y'all haven't listened to it, go to Bandcamp and look up Heza Feza's Nomadic Nebula because it is stellar. Yes. Uh, Yes, and I think you still had some vinyls, uh, vinyl pre-order up there too. There, there is a vinyl pre-order, and we cannot go any further without talking about Eric Blood, who produced this album. Oh, uh, I was, I was gonna yeah. get into it. Yes, <laughs> I was like, good, good, good. like yeah. more. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he was it. like, I really hope you make vinyl and like uh, anything that he recommends on the music I fully trust. And it was like something that of course is a dream to make vinyl, but that was like, you know, you're right. This this yeah. this album needs to be on vinyl. And you know, the vinyl pressings, they have their own timing right now, yeah. but it's it's in the queue. It's 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 being produced. It may even be being pressed as we speak, but I'm I'm I know it will be ready by October. And so it's nice. It's nice to kind of have the full year to celebrate Yes, music videos and vinyl all along the way. Like it's a whole year of Nomadic Nebula. Yes, I love to hear that. Seasons, all the seasons of Nomadic Nebula. Yes, especially when you put so much effort and and so much work into an album. Today's culture like mm -hmm. listens to it for maybe like a week and then they drop it and they move on to whatever's the next yeah. thing. Yeah. But I, I'm still a firm believer in celebrating albums. You know, there's still albums from 2017 that I'm listening to all the time and that I haven't stopped listening to. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll listen to them from start to finish, no problem, because yeah. they're just that good. Yeah. And so I'm all about celebrating, continuing to celebrate and to marinate on it. So mm -hmm. I'm all here for a whole year of it because yes <laughs> that good y'all it is that good there's certain tracks on there um i think it's towards the very end there's one in particular i think it's life's mystery i think is the title of it mm -hmm. um but there's a, there's a point where you're like i don't even know how to describe it you're like palpating your vocals basically mm -hmm. i it's towards the end of the song i think or yeah. or like in the chorus or something but yeah. like in trance like it, i i was hypnotized it was so good there's like mm -hmm. there's moments throughout where like whether it's like just the vocals alone or the production mixed with the vocals but like it just 
something about it transcends everything and the energy just like creates a a feeling like like it's indescribable and and you know this this is what music does to me is mm-hmm. it resonates like that and it mm. creates like that emotional reaction and that's yeah. it, like if if you if you can make that happen like I'm a fan for life <laughs> <laughs> like that is everything to me is that kind of emotional or thought provoking or Anything that just makes me like freak out and start geeking out about it. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Yes, that's that's the stuff right there. Uh, and, yeah. and you did it. You did it well. <laughs> it was yeah. It's something that I still uh, I, I'm still bumping it all the time as well. Um, so it's heavy rotation. Heavy rotation. Yeah, because I I think it's gonna sound so good on vinyl. It, it definitely does have that kind of like soundscape to it that w- that is suitable for it. Plus, I want to hear like the crackle and the pops with it because I yeah. love that that sound of that dusty vinyl sound. You know, and it will grow with you. You know, those those crackle pops will be very particular to you, and it's a uh, it's uh, surroundings with you. The dust, yes, maybe a little bit of like the maybe some ash that got on it that changed it a little bit. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly it's the character over yeah. the years and then yeah. the rediscovery too that's what i really like about the vinyl as mm-hmm. well is that i can treat my own vinyl collection mm-hmm. as like a record store sometimes you know yeah. i first of all have way too much vinyl not way too much vinyl too much vinyl for my space at the moment mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I have a lot that sometimes i forget what i have so mm-hmm. there's definitely vinyl that i bought that have just been like sitting there for a while and I rediscover it. And, mm-hmm. and that rediscovery of it is mm-hmm. always incredible. It's almost like the first time that you heard the album. So um, yes. I'm, I'm gonna love that when my vinyl comes through and <laughs> I get to re-listen to it again, so. Yeah, and when we hang out in your space, let's listen to some vinyl and I'll bring the test pressing of Pneumatic Nebula then we can- Oh my see- God, yes. Yes, I would love that. I I I would die. I also have uh, the Rain City Relief vinyl somewhere in there too, which was incredible. If you haven't heard that, um, mm-hmm. I have the Rain City Relief on vinyl, which is I have not heard of vinyl. I would love to hear it on vinyl. Yeah, that record is incredible. So um, yes, I have I have quite a bit. I've also acquired and borrowed a few um, very like dope historical records from some friends which is awesome i appreciate appreciate them um (laughs) for letting me borrow them uh, because i have some great ones to listen to um but circling back um (laughs) because i definitely wanted to talk about some of the artists that you worked with in in the production team a little bit more on this album Mm -hmm. um you had mentioned eric blood um, and I, I wanted to talk about how, how you got introduced, how you met Eric, how did this connection come about? Because that is so cool. Um, same with 104 Raj, actually, as well. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, mm-hmm. What did he do? Keys and mixing on this? or He did keys on it. Yeah. Just Blood, keys on Blood it. brought him in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, how did those connections come about? How did you meet these people? Well, Blood has, Blood has always been on my radar through Shabazz. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. I love Shabazz Palaces. Highly yeah. influential, highly impressionable, like highly yeah. inspirational for me. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And um, then the whole, getting to know the whole collective through that um, lens, um, uh, Stas the Boss and Eric Blood and just that whole crew of people. But it being Seattle, there was another way also into um, getting to know Blood. And that was through my friend Kriya. Um, okay. here, who I met here in Seattle and she's you know my sister one of my best friends and she's in London right now and doing her thing in music um she's a she's a very talented singer songwriter but also she's oh. budding, like she's she's doing her thing as a producer now which I'm very excited about oh, that God. through her I met um Bubba Jones okay who I worked with to um put together the time shift double EP that I have yeah. that I put out, um, you know, in the, in, in, in the good while before the pandemic kind of gearing up towards, always like gearing up towards the album, the big album project. But yeah. um, I had a lot of cool songs that I had made around um, Seattle with the various producers. And that was put together with Bubba Jones as an engineer and like final like executive producer over that um project but he had actually mentored Eric Blood. Oh cool. Okay. And so he mentored Eric Blood and like um taught him a lot about uh engineering and music engineering. Cool. And um just feeling very safe and like wow these are people that I know are good people and also have that just that sensitivity and that um, that range and that love overall for music, no matter the genre. I felt like this is this is going to be the right fit for me. And just based That's off that intuition, I um, recorded a demo of my piano of the songs that I had written on the piano um, and sent them to Blood, and he was into it. And that's so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the finding uh, that kind of uh comfort mm -hmm. especially in the music industry i feel like is is difficult a lot of the time sometimes it's very uncomfortable but you i don't know some people still want to work with those people because of their talents or whatever mm -hmm. so finding those people that you feel absolutely comfortable with is is so important and i think that really helps just breed more creativity and and help you further improve on whatever you're looking to improve on you know what I mean so those kinds yeah. of relationships are really I think are super beneficial so that's rad I'm yeah so happy. And, and, you know for all those that are looking you know to put a project out and are still looking for the right people to work with they are out there for you like trust your instinct trust your gut if it doesn't feel right and maybe it's somebody who is playing a power dynamic over you saying Oh, but this is the industry. These are the way. This is the way it goes, and they might be saying something differently than how you yourself feel, even though they may hold power for you, for over you, or like more than you. You feel because it's a certain industry stance. Like, still listen to your heart and trust that you'll find the right people that it feels completely good with to do your project with, and keep that sacred for yourself. You know, like keep searching and keep asking universe for that right situation, and don't. Yeah, don't um, don't sell yourself short on that. Or, yeah, just yeah, just just keep pushing forward to find the right people to work with. And once you have them, like you know, 
keep them close, you know? <laughs> That's when things start to pop off for you is when yeah. you find that. And mm -hmm. it's about that patience of it. And that's something that I've really had to like learn over the years is the patience yeah. of it all and that and the slow building up mm -hmm. to where it's going to be your most like beneficial. So like I have I've had like a bunch of ideas over the years and like even like a, a podcast like this, like I had thought about prior to this mm -hmm. year, the beginning of this year and whatnot, but it was never the right time. I never felt comfortable doing it. I never like it it was something that I always wanted to do and I felt guilty for not doing, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I'm so happy that I waited because now like I'm in a better place to be able to do it consistently mm -hmm. and to be able to do it at a better, better level than what I would have been able to do it previously. So it was worth, definitely worth the wait, although I'm self-producing and have anybody, any partners yet, uh, mm -hmm. that's hopefully, uh, the next step is finding that right energy to, to help me with this. And, uh, my yeah. antivirus is trying to update right now. So let's just... Oh, I'm also getting some random pop-ups saying that, um, something else. <laughs> Very funny. Like, no, yeah, yeah. My antivirus was just like time to restart, and I was like, oh no, it's not. No, it's not the restart. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's the thing about I'm this right now. I'm in this thing right now, so. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go ahead and push that to later. You can update later while I'm asleep. How about that? <laughs> make the technology work for you <laughs> that's what you gotta do here so oh wow Ra random distractions okay <laughs> they pop up and then you just gotta like handle them quickly and gracefully and then you got it. remember what you were trying to do in the first place <laughs> yeah but yeah what you said um absolutely uh I think people just need to wrap their heads around that and just learn to be patient and learn that, you know, and also sometimes the growing pains, you know, you need to experience that pain mm -hmm. of the growth, you know, so sometimes it's going to be difficult, you're going to have rocky spots, but it's maintaining that, um, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, just focusing on that, focusing on what, it, what the outcome is going to be, you know, yeah. and putting in that work to get to that outcome but sometimes it's just going to take longer than other times you know yes, yes. It's a process yeah and when those growing pains come up like really feel them you know yeah they're they're, they're there they're they're yeah. telling something they're there i mean there's something there to um feel like completely yeah. So that you can also feel the next thing completely. Like you have right. to go through that in order to experience the next, the next yeah. thing. You need to resolve those emotions to move yeah. on. And mm -hmm. I think that's so important. Some of my like, some of my most, I would say, um, not like profound memories, but like mm -hmm. m my most memorable moments have sometimes been in like the most negative emotions. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I have plenty of memories of me crying and like, you know, in a deep, 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 deep sadness. Yeah. Um, 
and those moments have stuck with me because of mm -hmm. the things that I learned through it or just like the life experience that I, I gained through going through that and it, how yeah. it's changed my perspective on the world today. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it, it has a lot, you know, of the same, um, it has a lot of the same, it does a lot of the same things that traveling does, I guess, mm -hmm. um, you know, feeling those emotions. Cause you know, when you travel, you feel the, you know, you get discovery, you get, you get to feel new things and, and discover new things, which is really cool. But I feel like that that's the journey within yourself. When you feel those emotions is, is you get to discover new things about yourself. Like, why did you react like this? Like, why are you crying like this? Oh, because this, maybe somebody passed away and like you're realizing your relationship with that person and like maybe the things that they did to influence you or, you know, you learn a lot through those tragic yeah. or heavily emotional moments. So I've always been a big advocate for that. Like yeah. don't try and suppress your tears or don't try and like act like you're not feeling those emotions. Yeah. Just learn how to control it and, and embrace it and, and mm -hmm. deal with it learning to manage your emotions i think is like one of the biggest talents in the world <laughs> oh yeah absolutely <laughs> if you yeah, can your emotions, like uh, yeah it's, it's uh it's an amazing talent to be able to do and i'm still learning how to you know manage mine and how to recognize when i'm feeling some type of way and not let my 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 emotions take hold and and react for me because my emotions aren't the, aren't the best. They're not the best, uh, the best people, I will say. <laughs> my emotions can be, be a bit irrational. So, um, you know, over the years of, of uh, traveling and connecting with people, you just learn how to act like a, <laughs> a human being. It's yeah. Like, it's I, I, concept, you just, but... <laughs> You just gave me a thought, like a whole like analogy popped up when you talked about your emotions as like kind of like personifying the emotions. I thought of how when we can separate ourselves from the emotions, it's like sometimes we have to learn how to split ourselves up in order to better be part of like the greater whole as like an overall like magnanimous player. Like, okay, these 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 small players over here that are trying to like act a fool, like they are there, but they are not only me. Like I am also this and uh, okay, yes. thank you. I feel you, I see you, but that's not just me. Like I'm also this, right. like keep it calm, keep breathing, you know? Yes. <laughs> Don't let it define you. Don't let it take over completely, yeah. you know? Like mm -hmm. it Don't is... let it speak for you, you know? Cause that's not only you. Right. Like there's actually something, there's a deeper foundation that you have to your that is more authentically you than that superficial like froth that's coming over you temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And it is, uh, like I said, it is the greatest talent to be able to manage that and balance that every yeah. single day. Um, yeah. so it's something that I always, I always, always, always strive for mm -hmm. not always winning over it, but <laughs> I always strive for it. But yeah. The, I think the most important part is embracing it all and just being being there and in the moment with yourself and, mm -hmm. and looking inward to figure out 
why those things are happening and how to make it better and how to move along and how to deal with it in the future without letting it like completely derail and ruin your life. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the status. Sometimes relationships are sacrificed when you don't have it under control. Right. Yeah. Got to learn the hard way. You can ruin your whole life through that. (laughs) You can can lose your job from Mm -hmm. one like day where you were feeling shitty at work. So you acted a damn fool and you did some dumb stuff. You can literally lose your job for one day of like misbehavior Mm -hmm. and like you can lose family members because of, you know, and (laughs) whatever reason you know you can go off the handle or consistent overreactions or you know there's numerous things that that all comes from like that irrational behavior and succumbing to it we've seen a lot of like especially in the artistic world and the creative world in general you know you've seen a lot of people succumb to those Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those negative emotions or actions that you know their body takes over and unfortunately addiction has a lot plays a huge part in that and it's so prevalent even today unfortunately you know even after decades of watching artists like abuse drugs and and turn into those reckless people it's uh it's crazy yeah i think it's it's important to remember that as sensitive beings we can also um, be held under the influence of certain vices quite heavily. And, you know, it's like, will you ride the wave or will you let it like pull you under and just break your neck, you know? Yeah. Um, You have to like uh, probably also practice some discernment on which waves to ride, you know? Yeah. Willpower is uh, (laughs) willpower is a a son of a bitch, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's really easy to push willpower away to the side and just you know do what's easy. Mm -hmm. It's never. I feel like the easy way is never usually the right way. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes it is. That's always nice, but <laughs> a lot of the times willpower takes over and makes it a much more difficult path. Um, but I don't know. I, I've, uh, I've learned to give a lot of energy to willpower. And even though it's like hard, like it's satisfying when you like give yourself like I've, I've had to quit many things, many vices, cold Turkey. I had to, I quit smoking cigarettes Mm. uh, and I had to do that one cold Turkey. Um, and that I just kept reminding myself all the time, like how much better I'm going to feel when I quit and get over the withdrawals and all of that. Um, and I, that one was actually surprisingly really easy because I hit a point where where tobacco was just kind of gross to me and cigarettes were gross and like Mm -hmm. i even stopped smoking like i only roll up like hemp wraps for blunts nowadays i don't Mm -hmm. use any wraps Mm -hmm. with tobacco in it so yeah um that one was a lot easier than um i had to quit coffee um Mm. i stopped drinking coffee and now i only drink tea Mm -hmm. and um that was probably the hardest thing i've ever done in my life (laughs) 
it is so difficult. Um, I, it's been a year for me now and I still struggle to this day with it. Um, and like coffee is like low level comparatively to like certain other drugs and whatnot. So um, how it can be hard to give up. Yeah, it is. Uh, coffee is, it's a difficult one. But, uh, yeah. and I mean, some of the physical withdrawals were pretty, pretty bad too. So, um, but I feel a lot better now. And so, uh, it was very satisfying when the withdrawals were done and I could like wake up and like mm -hmm. not feel super groggy and not have a headache and whatnot. Cause like, if I didn't, if I didn't have a cup of coffee in the first, like, I don't know, half hour of my day, like I, I had a headache and I was like miserable and I wanted to you know, I wanted to go back to bed or something. Um, but once that passed, I felt great. And I felt very like, I don't know, I was very satisfied with myself that I was able to accomplish that and put a lot of energy into myself to get through that. And, and Sounds so like you had like a good vision of like, what your life would be like after the yeah. coffee, even despite despite the pain. That's like, that's really, uh, I think that's very powerful. I mean, I was, um, um it's funny I don't where what where was I we were imagining there was a song where we were imagining um like the 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 chorus was like just about like imagining together a better world and it was yeah. like just that we were all saying that together it actually felt very uh real like we could and that we yeah. could that, that which we were imagining together would be possible because we were all doing it together through through singing the words together, and uh, it is it is creating something already when you like you when you imagine it it is being created it is being um, maybe not in this place you know yeah. I, I do believe that. Um, time does not exist, that we, um, everything is happening all at once, you know? Um, yeah. But it really is about where you are in life or in your, in your, in your, in your um, consciousness, like where, yeah. what place are you in? And so that place we can see it and we're drawing a stronger connection to it arriving to us by seeing it and singing it together and imagining it together. Yeah, that's so crazy that you say it and, and you say it like that because, like, I definitely have moments like this throughout my day. Um, it's so wild sometimes when I'm, like, walking down the street and I'm listening to um, – I'm most of the time, I would say, like, 70% of the time I'm listening to a local artist. 30% yeah. of the time it's, like, you know, whatever mainstream or other mm -hmm. underground artists from across the world, right? Mm -hmm. But I would say 70% of the time it's definitely, like, a local artist, right? Yeah. So – and I walk everywhere. I don't have my license, so I walk and take transit. I love so I, I, yeah. I'm, like, in the thick of the city all the time, like, mm -hmm. walking down the streets and stuff, listening to local artists. And some of the times they'll say things – and it just happens to coincide with where I'm at in the, that moment in the city. So mm -hmm. sometimes like they'll bring up uh, and they'll name drop a, a restaurant or, or like a building or some, or something. And I'm literally walking past that building at that moment when they say yeah. that, yeah. or like this other day I was walking to work and they said something 
I don't remember what word it was or something, but a car drove by and their license plate said that word. And I was like, shut up, like, get out of here. Why is this happening? Right now? <laughs> it's like the, the energy of my world just combines like that. And, and I have these moments all the time where these things happen. And it's just like the interconnectedness of it is so cool. And I'm such like a a big um, supporter of like, like you were saying, um, speaking it into existence and manifesting it for yourself. Like mm -hmm. you can channel that energy of the world and, and make it happen for yourself. You can totally do it. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't always plan out the way that you expected it, but mm -hmm. you can still manifest, you know, some form of, of something to happen through that lane. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is so when you when you really focus in on it and, and like whether you're writing down these goals or you're just telling it to yourself every single mm -hmm. day, like it is so cool to be paying attention to your life and even in the little mundane things to watch it all play out. And then all of a sudden it's six months down the road and whatever you were talking mm -hmm. about has manifested itself in some way, you know, like yeah. it, it's being being conscious of it and just like watching it happen and in the moment, I think is really like one of the things that life is truly all about. And if you're focused on the bigger picture, then then you're really not truly enjoying what, what's happening. You know what I mean? Because it can change all the time. So you need to be focused. I feel like people need to be focused on, on that moment. Um, and you're paying attention. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're paying attention. You're giving it energy. You right. are, how are you showing up and how are you and where are you showing up? Like yeah. in, in your in your mind, but also like on pen to paper, but also when you're moving through this space. I mean, look at you. You're moving through the city like your eyes are open. You're paying attention to your surroundings. You're also locked into some beautiful like art that you chose you know for that moment but yet at the same time you don't choose everything that's around you but like you sounds like your your feelers are out your sensitivities yeah. your abilities are alive and so you're open your 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 presence to receive that magic and yeah. it's all around us but you have to be open to it and show up for it too and like believe that it's there too like yeah. know that it's there to be looking for it and like yeah wow these things always happen to me these synchronicities like yeah happen, you know it's yeah. so cool and kind of like what you said earlier about um when you were talking about like the concept of time mm -hmm. um i'm i'm a huge uh i also hugely believe in in shifting of your own time perspective because like you can, I feel like you can really slow down what you perceive time to go by as. That sentence didn't sound logical to me when I said it. <laughs> I'm high. Um, Shifting you perceive time to go by as. Like I can, like there's sometimes where time will go by way faster. And then there's other times where I can make it so it seems like time is going by way slower. And mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes 
that's just like physically what is happening too in life is that there's moments where like time will slow way down like when at the beginning of the pandemic like mm -hmm. time was not moving like it used to move you know what i mean like it definitely felt like everything was elongated and that like minutes were longer and like even the seasons felt longer and like mostly because everything slowed down so much that I feel like society could kind of slow down too. And I think that perception just changed a lot of things. And it felt like that's why everybody's like 2020 felt like, you know, a whole decade is because the perception of time changed and shifted for a lot of people. And I, I feel like I did that even pre-pandemic for myself, yeah. but so how you know. beautiful is it that those that can relate to that, we do have now that joint experience to refer to when we want to together then again, shift time, shift the feeling of time. We know that it is possible and maybe we can do it under different circumstances, more ideal yeah. circumstances that are more in service to like our dreams together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that is a, a way to see it as a, uh, a gift in a way, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it definitely. Hey, there, there, there can be gifts in pain, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like to think of it too, though, as like, um, like the movie Click, where he had the remote that he could like shift. Did you see that Adam Sandler movie? No, I haven't seen that movie. Oh, man, it was like a mid 2000s, I want to say, like maybe early 2000s. Um, it was an Adam Sandler movie. And he has uh, he gets this remote from Bed Bath and Body Works or Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm sorry. Bed Bath and Beyond. Wrong one. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> um, not Bath and Beyond. No, there now, too. Okay. He got it. <laughs> but um, so, yeah. So he goes to the Beyond section, basically, of the Bed Beyond. Bath. Okay. Got it. Yeah. He goes to the Beyond and he gets this remote. Um, uh, I think it's Christopher Walken is the mm -hmm. actor he gets the remote from his character. Um, anyways, I love Christopher Walken. Um, <laughs> he gets this remote and it allows him to like speed up time. He can pause time. You know, he can rewind. He can do this, all this stuff. But mm -hmm. it, at a certain degree of him changing the time, it just will like fuck everything up for him. So at a certain point, he had like skipped so many things so many times. It was like all of a sudden it was a decade had gone by and like you know, he didn't know what had happened and he was confused about everything. And it's just kind of like, I think about that all the time. It's like that, uh, what is it? Spider-Man quote with great responsibility or with great, great power, comes great, power comes great responsibility. That's what it yeah. is. Um, yeah. you know, that's what I think about that all the time too. It's like, mm -hmm. how far tapped in do you get to where you really just skew reality for yourself? that you're all of a sudden just like so far gone that you can't even be functional in society. I think about society is crazy. Yeah. But it's like you're so like why, out of society. Yeah, but it's like why would I care what society was thinking of me, you know? But like at the same time it's like I don't know. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a fine balance that I think I'm 
I'm trying to maintain between being so tapped out of reality and being on my own accord, my own time frames, my own, you know, I do things when I want. I wake up at 11 and go to bed at 3 a.m. So, you know, those types of things. I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's something that I, I contemplate a lot. So um, I'm glad we could have a nice little discussion about those things because I'm constantly yeah. thinking, of, constantly thinking I mean, about these things. Throughout, throughout the pandemic, I was definitely fully on my own time. And yeah, like I would get just get lost in walks in the park and I feel like, oh, you know, it's still like, I mean, I could tell by the, 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 the way the sun was in the, yeah. in the sky and that's fine. Like I, I knew that at that point the time had passed, but like I wasn't caring about it. And so right. time, like a, a short morning walk turned into a whole morning, you know, <laughs> right. where did that go? But it didn't matter because there's nobody and nothing waiting for me to arrive anyplace else. Right. So like when you don't have that destination touch point, it can feel quite loose. And yeah, yeah it is, it is wild, it is wild that it is so easy to get lost in and also pleasurable and yeah. have a nice temptation and an alternative to what is here. Unfortunately, our society doesn't really support it. Yeah. Like that, you know? I think though I think somewhere down the line that it might we might shift and change more to a society where we can enjoy those morning walks that turn into you know maybe an all day kind of a thing or I don't know I think the pandemic really shifted everything mm -hmm. to where people don't want to have to be chained to their desk in an office all the time and mm -hmm. and they don't want to have to dedicate you know 40 hours a week to when they don't you know it's not 40 hours of productivity a week. It's just 40 hours of having to dedicate themselves to a job. Like, I think that's all going to change real soon. I think people are sick of it because you can be just as productive in less amount of time and have more time to actually enjoy life and not have to focus on those other, like, silly capitalistic America type things, <laughs> you know? So the technology is there for us not to have to... Yeah, what we have to do is, um, yeah, we there's. I, I wonder how power relates to time, because you just were mentioning shifting time, but then yeah, when I I'm thinking about how we have all that we need to for everybody to be free. Um, yeah. What do we need to do? And the first thing that comes to my mind is we need to shift power. Yeah, and so it's like if you see it like as an equation, right? Like so, if like time needs to shift. And power needs to shift, so they both have shifting in common. Yeah. Then how are power and time related? Wow. Is uh, is power? That's a... is, is power. Is it power to define time? And those in power define time for us. That would probably be the most logical reasoning that I could think of, but that is a mighty, uh, mighty deep, deep question that, uh, rattles my brain right now. 
<laughs> to even think about that because honestly it's so I feel like it so is mm-hmm. every time that I've been like stressed and 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 freaked out it was because about whatever time frame I was on was because I I had a a job obligation to get to and like the the what's the a deadline uh, or something yeah and like if i didn't the repercussion of mm-hmm. me not meeting that time frame yeah. or whatever I mean, think, think about that, that think about that name deadline yeah. like you're literally it's like right? there's, you're gonna die if you don't meet that line on time like yeah what kind of power chipping threat is that you know yeah yeah, I think that really affects people anxious. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that really does affect the perception of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, uh, speaking of time, um, we have blown through this hour. Um, we are at the fifty-six minute mark. Uh, my gosh. Um, yeah, <laughs> we are going to have to have you come on for another one um, because I feel like we could continue talking forever at the moment. Yeah, um, so yeah. I would actually love to hear at another time, you know, at another, at, at another, let me call it this, another moment of meeting that we're yes. Um, Like when those like associations like with the album popped up for you, because like, yeah. I mean, I would love to hear more of like your, the subtle things that you you heard and your feelings, your more of your feelings around it. That's that, yeah. that interests me, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll definitely have to talk more. Um, and we'll plan an episode number two for you um, soon where you can come through in person um, and we can kind of chat some more about things because yeah. this has been a, a wonderful hour. Um, it's been a very and, wonderful hour. Can yes. I, can I plug one thing, Taylor? I was about to say, you have just a couple of minutes here, um, but yes, you plug uh, uh, you plug away, plug your socials, plug where people can find you and everything. It's all you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Taylor. Like I, I, yeah, I can't wait to keep talking, keep chopping up with you. Uh, um, but yeah, the, the plug, the 707 I'm seeing on my, my clock right now over there. So we're gonna give a lucky plug for tomorrow. Um, according to today's, moment in time thinking about the next sleep and waking up to it being band camp friday which is the day that um, band camp you know waves all their personal profits um and gives the artists the full full proceeds of those purchases so i got this like hoodie this nomadic nebula hoodie that i'm i'm rocking right now yes this is talk about subtle subtle imprints here yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like there's different colors there um there's totes. Yes. Um, sticker sheets. I mentioned four um, Seattle artists. Um, so cool. 12 of them, 12 unique flowers that were drawn by 12 unique artists from around the world on the fan spectrum listening yes. to the artists. And uh, uh, bigger stickers too. But merch, merch right now is like a great way to support artists and especially on tomorrow on Bandcamp Friday and the album in a vinyl form is available for pre-order. There are only 300 of that kind. And there's, there's a, there's definitely some left to purchase. So get, get your album on vinyl, a nomadic nebula. It would be so cool. Yes. Have it it like be in your, be in place with you physically. Physical. Yes. 
So thank you so much uh, for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> at Feza. Go find her, follow her, uh, mm -hmm. keep in touch, and uh, stay tuned because she'll be back for another episode soon. Um, but uh, this wraps up, and we're right at the end of this. So this wraps it up for today. Um, but I'll check in with y'all next week uh, for episode 18. I have to Black check what's coming up. But it's a surprise for both of us. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. And I will see y'all later. Peace out with it. Bye-bye.